Welcome to episode three of Move Mondays, brought to you by Fulluchild.com. Today we'll cover how false expectations can affect your approach to change and transformation in relationships and lifestyle choices, as well as holistic wellness solutions. Get up, get up, everybody move! When you knock on the door to your heart, your heart says, come in. But first, leave your mind outside. You may feel that it is a hard thing to do. My mind has been with me my whole life. How do I just leave it outside? But your heart explains. Here, you're simply just here. Here, you may receive thoughts, but we don't act on them, and we don't respond to them. We watch them come, we watch them go. You may feel like, okay, got it, what's next? But the heart reminds you, that is just a thought as well. That you must watch come and watch go. There is no what's next. Just be here. You may feel that you can't stay in this state of peace. But the heart reminds you again. When you're here, you're just here. Look around you. What do you really have to do here, right now? You have come here. You have made a discovery. Sit with it. Stay with your discovery. Leave your mind outside. Welcome to yourself. Namaste. Welcome to Move Mondays, where you get answers and solutions to your top wellness concerns. We're not here to teach so that you learn, but instead here to point so that you discover. Thank you for watching and listening, and thank you to all those that have submitted their challenges and concerns. I'm Tensi. Soul Expression. We are a fool child. And we are freedom seekers. Today we're going to be covering two questions that were submitted, or rather two challenges um, regarding wellness holistically. And uh, the first challenge that was submitted is revolving around lifestyle changes. So the person in quote says uh, that their challenge is maintaining a wellness lifestyle through change, such as travel, extreme weather changes, and changes in schedule, etc. Um, so with that, there was no uh, goal submitted. But I mean, we can. It has an assume, underlying goal. Yeah, it's staying well and 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 um, centered and, and healthy. In, and remaining in practice. And remaining um, in practice. A lifestyle includes some type of daily routine or right. ritual. And um, let's 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 look at that for a second. Lifestyle changes. I mean, excuse me lifestyle choices that you want to remain true to as life 
changes, mm-hmm. weather changes, schedule changes. As everything changes. Uh, body, you know, pain level and or uh, grace and, and um, just, you know, uh, easiness levels changes. All of these changes, how do you remain true to your wellness-based lifestyle? Mm-hmm. And to answer that, you have to look at what, for me, is the wellness-based lifestyle. And there's a couple ways you can look at it. My favorite way to look at it, especially in the context of life keeps changing around me, is what do I want? What do I want? So that's very simple, right? It's very vague language. But it's simple like that because in real life situations, it actually is that simple before... The mind and or other people's words, um, you know, tend to overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, you know, let's say that you, you have to go to a climate where you know your favorite fruits and favorite uh, wellness practice foods might not be available in the store. Or you're going somewhere where you, you know um, that they just eat a whole lot of pork or something you don't eat pork i don't know you know let's let's pick one for food and basically a good a good way to go about it is one not to worry about the future too much you know what you do you know how your your body is and you can put some trust that life will never serve you a plate you can't eat off of and i don't mean a literal plate I mean, God will never give you more than you can handle. Okay, so so you so you worry about yourself in the moment. And when you are traveling, if you end up, let's say, in a restaurant with your coworkers or in a in a buffet setting, some type of banquet, um, or just in a village, and um, and they don't serve anything that you necessarily want to eat, I would say the easiest choice is to just not eat. Or rather that is uplifting and and, uh, serving your lifestyle choices that Mm -hmm. you have committed to yourself to to make. Right. To keep that commitment, I would just, for that time, for that two hours, that that meeting, just not not eat. You know, I'm not going to eat the foods. And, and, And what I mean by what do I want and how that relates is, okay, right now, there's an opportunity for me to play the role of somebody that goes against their dietary practice. Do I want to play that role? I'm not bad if I play that role. I'm not a horrible person if I play that role. But do I want to? Yes, no. And most of the time for me, my answer is no now because I've been eating so well lately. <laughs> but um, And when you're asking yourself, like, mm-hmm. most likely you'll get a lot of thoughts on both sides of the spectrum. Or, um, and you'll also get feedback from people outside of you. Um, but you're, you're making these decisions from a space of, okay, so take all the stories that I've made up about myself, my situation, other people, and set that aside. All the memories about myself, set that aside. All the, the future expectations that I've set for myself, put that aside. And I'm just... I'm in the present. I'm here right now, 
and it's just like a, a space of boundless I don't want to say neutrality but boundless being <laughs> where where you get insights and into it intuitive or uh intuitive insights from from yourself and that is where you you go to for your guidance yeah you know when they say follow your gut and sometimes you just brush it off but other times before maybe a decision that's really important to you comes up somebody says well follow your gut and you take a second to to do this That space that you tap into, I believe, is what you're talking about. Yeah. Same, you, same difference. When you take a second and there's something inside of you that is a great, vast, yet still and clear space yeah. that you immediately go into and you, you don't wait but you go into and you're still and you have an, an inner knowing and even deeper knowing that the right choice is going to come to you. Um, those, those type of practices, maybe a little exaggerated, help tremendously in the adult life um, when, when making decisions, basically, that, that uh, when you're faced with sudden change and you're like, okay, do I stick to what I know or do I adapt you come to center and know that the answer will come if you don't have time if you if you feel you don't even have two seconds and you have to make the choice right then and there those situations um, do arise every now and then as long as you don't end up self-bashing after you've made whatever choice that you were going to make you are in the clear because obvious, honestly, <laughs> you're always in the right place. You are always doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and um, and you've never really made a choice um, that you, you've always made the spontaneous choice. You've always, whether you've planned it in advance and then followed out the plan. When it was when you were following out the plan, you were looking around and you were seeing what's going on right now, and you were making little tweaks to the plan, guaranteed, every plan you've ever made and every Same plan I've ever made. With goals and scheduling, mm -hmm. you can you can try and plan everything down to the second and then there's always going to be like mm -hmm. changing, moving variables that just throw it out the window and you yeah. kind of got to go from scratch. <laughs> Anybody that's on a path to wellness and, uh, and or freedom knows this. <laughs> mm -hmm. When you come to center and and just ground yourself and humble yourself enough to, to trust yourself, <laughs> um, then it it all, it doesn't matter that you stick to this plan or that plan or that things fell through or that it wasn't what you expected it to be or, or oh man, the weather done changed on me and now I have to such and such, all of that mm -hmm. over here. And it's not in the forefront it really it becomes irrelevant yeah yeah it's it's about what do i want to involve myself in right now in this moment right here so whatever you have to say and with this hairdo what do i want to involve myself in right now at all times 
at all times. What do you you look for the same when you say what do I want to involve? What do I want? What do I want to do? That feeling of I. Look for it. And sit with it. And then involve that feeling of I into actually what you want and what, what you want to bring and what you want to exemplify um, in your in your daily uh, lifestyle choices. So in terms of herbs, we've got three herbs that um, that are adaptogens. So basically they help you adapt and bring you back to a state of balance, of homeostasis. They help soothe your nerves and um, so they help with anxiety and stress. And when things are changing around you, you can, you can drink these herbs as a, a tea um, or something of that sort. And, and it will just help to, to bring you back to a space of, okay, I'm fine. This is okay. I can, I can start to embrace what I need to know and embrace discernment in a new way. It's all good. Uh, so the first herb is tila. Tila. It's also referred to as flor de tila or uh, linden flower. And um, a little background on this one is, I mean, for one, outside of being really great for anxiety, it's also really good with if you have inflammation uh, if you have headaches or things like that, which is like inflammation in your blood vessels, in your uh, head, <laughs> mm -hmm. or even if you have a cold or a flu, mm -hmm. and to help with digestion, it just helps all around. And it's alkaline forming, so your body's like, yay, I like this. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's a beautiful herb that acclimates to your body and provides nutrients and a, a state of peace. Um, also, while, uh -huh. while you're, while you're uh, uh, pulling up, are you pulling up the second herb? Yes. Yeah, while you're pulling up the second herb, I just wanted to add on. When, when wellness is in question, no one can really experience your experience, uh, or your body's experience for that matter in its fullness but you even though some well-trained or very intuitive beings maybe can point out something in your body that you haven't noticed once they point it out they still don't know what that feels like what that is like for you um no and one so, can experience that but you no one can experience it in its fullness but you mm -hmm. and so um it, when it comes to keeping you know, a wellness practice and staying within the realm of, you know, this is what I want to eat right now. This is how much time I want to spend working versus uh, resting or being in a meditative or some type of prayer based, you know, whatever type of practice you got going on that surrounds your wellness, whether it's spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, physical wellness, relationship wellness, okay. financial wellness. Um, it's important. <laughs> And I, I really want to stress the point of involvement because as soon as you bring involvement into the question, you kind of have to look at yourself like, okay, well, what, what am I doing right now? And luckily, you're listening 
and or watching this episode of Move Mondays, which means you are involved in your own well-being. <laughs> <laughs> and the second herb uh, to highlight, another adaptogen. Yes, so the second herb is blue vervain, and we've covered it. It's the herb of the of life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, blue vervain is the second adaptogen, so that means it's great with uh, anxiety and stress. Like when we drink it, I I feel a just a like a subtle like a slow calm just course through my body it literally like targets tensions that you have within your body and within your your subtle energy body and just you can you can go away now bye bye <laughs> yeah it soothes the nerves soothes um, the nerves and the nervous make, system mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you jittery it doesn't make you uh just up and fall asleep it um it heals the body. It brings your body into uh, a state where it can finish digesting your food, where it can begin to heal, where it's it, it's like a restful state. And you know that when you're asleep, when you're in deep sleep, that's when your body has a chance to really heal. Mm -hmm. And when you're resting, your body can heal as well. Um, so this herb brew, or if you drink in, in the tea, it will help bring you to that state. Um, yeah. It also helps with like cramps and things. So it's <laughs> mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory as well. Um, it's good for the skin. I'm going to put links in the blog post with all of the, the links to the resources that have like tons and tons of information about these herbs. The herbs, the restful herbs, remedies. Everything. Yeah. Um, just outline. And the last herb that I wanted to touch on mm -hmm. is uh, go to cola, and it's the the third adaptogen of this week. Um, so, go to cola. Like um, my grandma would grow it in her garden, and she would always say it's great for your memory and for the brain. And when I looked into it, it's it's great for that. Um, uh, your working memory as well as it, it helps uplift your mood but also um, as far as circulation it helps your blood oxygen circulation through your body it helps with healing of wounds and and uh, connective tissues and it helps uh, heal bones like if you have any fractured bones or whatever it's really intense and I, I had no idea before I looked into um, like some of the research behind it. Uh, so, Gutacola, Blue Vervain, and Tila. Those right. are the three. And the herbs will lead us right into some of the um, different dietary things you can be uh, on the lookout for and look for, looking forward to. Um, my favorite that I always like to touch on is to, at your own pace, Begin to learn about and practice fasting. Fasting from eating. Now, fasting from eating doesn't mean no food, no water, don't even breathe too hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fasting means a tool you can use to stop fooling yourself about how hungry you think you are, how tired you think you are. 
how much energy you think you and the and or the human body uh, has and capacity. And it's also a tool that Helps allows you. you to clear mm-hmm. your mental and emotional space yes. of uh, worry in such a way that you're not... Because when you're fasting, especially in the beginning stages and you're, let's say your first time trying it, you, you, you may experience some strong waves of well, what am I waiting for? I should just eat. And that, or, or and, and finding what works for you, you know, me, I always say come to center, look around, what do you have to do right now? What's what's really bothering you right now? That's, that's my strategy. <laughs> but... Um, With that, I wanted to touch on, like, what do you have yeah. to do right now um, in terms of productivity and optimizing how you're using your energy, how it's being spent, how, uh, what you're allowing to come in to your atmosphere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, think about what is that one thing that if you did that, then it would just kind of knock down um, several other things or maybe all of the other things that you have to do and make them irrelevant. If you did this one thing, what would take care of everything else? And, and just do one big thing like that, or one core thing, rather. Significant to you. And, Significant and, to you, yeah. And that's all a part of, of coming to center. And so in your first couple of days of fasting, when these, these urges come along, and then you do a, a practice either like that or like my way, which I look around and I, I always end up at the same conclusion that I don't have to do anything. Um, we're two different people. We're married. I love her very much. But, you know, I I look at things my way. She looks at things her way. And they work for us. This journey to freedom is not about being free with somebody. It's about being free, period. And so, um, but but basically what I'm getting at with the worry is that these these uh, ways of of slowing down, okay, I'm worried about something. And instead of just pondering... Well, why am I really worried? Well, I'm such a bad person for worrying all the time and, 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 and these, these um, negative self-talk type habits that often uh, wind up in our daily schedules or weekly schedules. Instead, you look around, what do I have to do right now? Or you, 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 know, you, you come back and, um, and these practices over time deal with as soon as worry starts to come up, you automatically, with your mind muscle memory, so to speak, are not fighting, but just calming down and dealing with those negative thoughts of, I, uh, I must be doing something right now. I, had to, I haven't eaten in too long. This was a bad, this was a bad idea. Um, you know, just anything, anything negative Whatever. when it comes to... Because if the concern is not concerned, if the thought that says this was a bad idea is real, it will be very obvious, very apparent. And changing it, you won't be mad at yourself for cutting the fast off or, or cutting off whatever practice you may be doing. But um, just trust trust that there is something in you that does know what's best for you at all times. And although 
life didn't make it easy enough to, to just easily tap into that space all the time through practices like fasting or like just paying attention to what the feeling of I is involved in um, through time definitely, definitely, definitely uh, helps and upgrades the strength um, and reinforces the strength of coming to center, being at peace, and having clarity of mind and emotions. And further with that, um, when it comes to food and um, your traveling, things like that, you, you don't have to limit yourself to societal norms of, okay, at this certain time, um, I eat this. At this certain time, I only eat this type of thing. Just whenever you are turning inward for guidance, you might not feel like you really need to eat. You might not be hungry right then. You might uh, feel as though you would like to eat and this is exactly what you'd want to eat. Um, you'll develop like this knowing. You'll know exactly what to eat, when to eat it, and uh, whether you need to uh, prepare meals for yourself in that, in that moment or whether you'll just find a restaurant or uh, if you'll begin an intermittent fast, which just means between meals, you're not snacking, you're not sipping on water or other beverages, you're just allowing everything to completely digest. Um, you might, you would be drinking water, but um, it's not continuous sipping it so that you're not tricking your mind into thinking, oh, I, uh, I need more or, or I don't have enough or whatever, whatever it is. Right, and there's fruit fasts, there's leafy green fasts, there's juice fasts, there's water fasts, there's water and juice fasts. I also wanted to touch on um, with the digestive and dietary remedies uh, to cope with change. Whenever you are eating foods um, and you're not fasting, make sure that you are consuming things that are rich in nutrients. And it could be whatever it is, just make sure that it's rich in vitamins, uh, B vitamins and vitamin C. And in the blog post, we'll have some links to some uh, sources uh, in terms of like the research behind it, like it helps with anxiety and stress. Um, it helps prevent diseases, etc., etc., and um, and so on. So just make sure that whatever you're eating, whether you have a plant-based diet, whether you're raw vegan, whether, whether you're pescatarian, or, or you uh, eat all sorts of meats, um, make sure that your diet is packed with the, the nutrients that it needs um, to, to sustain itself and to, to flourish regardless. Organic. So let's go ahead into the second yes. challenge. All yes, right. and this was dealing with relationship wellness. So the second person um, says that their biggest challenge is, in quote, allowing who I'm experiencing love with and through to also have time to find themselves outside of our cosmic connection and within their own, but not separating or falling apart. Balancing space. And uh, this person also let us know what their primary goal is. Uh, in quote, to create a harmonic 
balance of our energies to put forth towards both of our end goals, to maintain and cultivate a synergistic relationship. So, seeking balance um, in love, specifically, in, in love relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, balance. Uh, can we all relate? Um, <laughs> uh, first thing that I always like to offer those that may ask me outside of Move Mondays about maybe some advice when it comes to relationships and balance and, you know, what to, is communication is key. Communication, communication, communication. Less, yes. More important than location, 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 relationship. <laughs> Um, Word. so, so, you know, but if you feel that, okay, well, I got the basics of relationship and this is, this is something a little more involved that, you know, I want to get answered and it's, it, we, com we communicate greatly already or whatever, something like that. Then I would, I would like to say, you know, that old saying, uh, if you love them, let them go. Well, you don't necessarily have to break up <laughs> all the time. I like to, to remix it. And I say, if you love them, let them grow. And that means a couple different things. On the inward side, it means not, like I said, being in a state of waiting for some type of result. Uh, either how they're going to change the way that they interact with you and treat you because, oh, now I'm of a higher frequency and now I expect to be treated differently. Or uh, uh, on the outward, I guess, side, it's also not necessarily feeling like the your partner is, is, is too slow and I'm going to leave them behind and maybe they won't like me anymore. Maybe they'll say I'm fake and I've changed. Or, um, or maybe I, I might not like them after, you know, a while and, and uh, I'm trying to advance and they just want to stay stuck. All of these things, all of these things, all of these stories that could happen, happened last time, whatever, are of the mind. We can let them go for a moment at least. Set mm -hmm. them aside. This is like a... A time relationships really teach you about yourself and they reflect back more strongly especially close relationships like romantic relationships really reflect back to you aspects of yourself and um, so if you're holding on to things of your past or or certain uh, beliefs or you're, you're having certain habits when it comes to relationships this is a time to really observe them and contemplate the validity of mm. are they serving me to hold on to this or um, do I am I truly trusting myself? Am I being vulnerable with myself enough to allow this person to grow? And it's okay if they end up growing apart from me it's okay if we end up growing closer because the main thing is to be in a space where your fulfillment and your happiness does not depend on 
your partner or on the other person in the relationship. This could even be like parent, child. It could be brother, sister. Teacher, your, student. Yeah, your happiness should not be dependent on them. It could be the best relationship. You love them so much. Oh my gosh, I love you, babe. Uh, but when you start to attach yourself when you start to really just like, I can't be without you. <laughs> not only, not only do you, when you do that, not only do you pick up a habit of lying to yourself about what's real, you also are a weight on them. And you, you don't allow yourself the opportunity to see deeper into yourself. And you don't allow them to grow. And Yeah. And so uh, this is, is uh, very, very heavily to what I was talking about, involvement. Um, you know, at any given time, especially in the times that you may look over at your partner or the other person in a relationship, it's like, like we said, if it's a teacher-student relationship, brother-to-brother relationship, whatever, and maybe you feel like, you know, I am on this, this path of seeking truth, this path of seeking um you know, uh, uh, the highest of wisdom and things like that. And this other person is too wrapped up in if we're cool or too wrapped up in superficial societal uh, uh, material life and things like that. Or or uh, they could be doing it this way and that would, you know, help their practice so much more. When these thoughts and these stories show up, from the inside out, what what I would suggest you do is involve yourself in the practice you wish they were involved in, right there in that moment. And so what I mean by that is, even, you know, sometimes you might not be able to stop what you're doing with your hands, but um, even so. You can always take a breath. Yeah, if, if you're observing um, that, that person and you, and you feel like they're, they're not on track, Obviously, the act of observing them and judging what they're doing means right now in the moment, you're not on track. That's exactly what that means. And the, the point, the key, the cake at the end of the race, uh, whatever, the, uh, the cherry and on the top of the cake <laughs> is, um, is that your outside environment is a reflection of what happens on the inside. And so the more you increase your involvement in your journey of seeking truth and seeking the highest wisdom and seeking God and seeking whatever and, and, uh, and being on a wellness track, so to speak, the more you are involved, especially thinking about it from an inside out perspective on that, where it's not about the words, it's not about the, the practices, it's not about the, the yogic poses that you can do. But it's about your your path to seeking who can make my hand move. You know, what? where are these words that I'm speaking actually coming from? And you follow the words that you speak or your thoughts that come up or your emotions that show up in, within you back to the source. Then uh, the environment around you will also be more involved in just that. And so whenever you're, you're dealing with, in a relationship... And, you know, they, you know, communication. Sometimes I feel like you're really involved in a relationship, but you need to spend more time uh, being involved with yourself 
if saying it hasn't brought you your satisfaction, then you must become it. You must be it in practice and um, and turn turn your eyes. They, they, one of the Babas I like to listen to on YouTube says, turn your eyes inward and look this way. And, um, and when, you, when you do this, the problem nine times out of ten will totally vanish because the problem doesn't exist in the true self. The problem only exists in the mind and in the outside. Um, for me, definitely being married to you and, and, and evolving on my own freedom seeker journey, I have done a lot of growing inside and a lot of introspection, a lot of experiencing, um, myself to a point where I'm, I'm beginning to discern more so within myself those moments where I I would normally be seeking outside of myself for affection or love or or attention or whatever it is mm -hmm. um, and it, whenever I turn it back onto myself and looking looking within I realize that oh I just need to tell myself I love me <laughs> I just need to forgive myself for something I did back here that I'm still holding on to. Oh, I just need to uh, commit to my own happiness, my own fulfillment. That in this moment, I'm not not doing all that. Mm -hmm. And and when I take a moment to just <laughs> do that, and then I feel a lot better. <laughs> and I don't feel like I need to um, seek outside of myself for the love and affection. And yet it's always there. It's like a weird thing of whenever you you turn inward it just kind of jigsaws the pieces together and then when you're back turned outward observing the surroundings they're moving as oh, well oh it makes sense oh wow oh, 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 you, oh, you oh. i was doing hey right on <laughs> yeah synchronicity <laughs> that's the point that's the point synchronicity you synchronize your insides in one direction Okay, well, I'm seeking total wellness, and I'll deal with being the perfect boyfriend afterwards, the perfect wife afterwards, the perfect, you know, brother afterwards, the perfect teacher, the perfect student. You just shake but, that aside. But for right now, you know, and you don't throw it away. There's no trash cans here. Free yourself. But you push it to the side. You involve yourself in what you need and what you want to do with your time, with your right nowness. With your is what is what is right now, and you involve that feeling of I of the feeling of I am into what you want in one direction. Guaranteed, your environment follows that one direction. Your and, outside environment, excuse me. And this is scary. It can be. Um, it takes a lot of yeah. vulnerability with yourself and yeah. trusting in yourself. And sometimes it's like. Oh, I've never done this before. Oh my gosh, am I gonna fall and everything is just gonna crumble down? <laughs> mm -hmm. And it never does. You just have to allow. So, are there any herbal remedies, um, mm -hmm. or would you like to uh, rehash the adaptogen? Yeah, um, both of these um, have the same herbs tying into them because the the main thing is change and transformation and and 
finding balance and homeostasis in yeah. in this this play this uh dance of life so um the three herbs tila um gutacola and blue vervain and you can try them uh if you if you find one that is particularly resonating with you go ahead with that if you find something else that resonates with you go ahead with that this is just to um introduce new things mm -hmm. uh new things to new tools for yeah. discovery yeah and, and check the link in the description and in the blog mm -hmm. um just so you can uh more familiarize yourself with certain things Ex exposure really 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 um deals with the fear of following you know a wellness practice um, exposure to you know certain just knowledge uh really really helps douse and calm the fires of the fear of the unknown um so so you know please do check the links check the uh the previous two episodes um if you feel that this one maybe resonated with you we might have already touched on another topic that you mm -hmm. might be thinking about or uh, contemplating. Or um, I also have, yes, um, I wanted to touch on the exercise uh, Exposed the Lies by Lisa Nichols. We touched on it last week when it came to financial wellness. And this also applies to, well, this applies to every aspect of your life, really. Um, with relationships. You can definitely check the link in the in the blog post and watch the video and get your pieces of paper and start to do the exercise when it comes to how you view yourself and how you view your relationships. And that's not just romantic relationships, it's that and more. So your friendships, your uh your family, your habits, relationships. Yeah, your, you're, you're really yeah. looking at um the the chatter that pops into your mind uh into your subconscious with with all of these um different categories yeah and jotting them down whatever negative chatter pops up jot it down as a lie and then since you found that side of it there's also the opposite side of the coin which is the truth and if you have one side there must be the other so you jot down Lie, truth, lie, truth, lie, truth for everything. Yeah, um, in, in two different in in two different writing utensils. You jot down the lie in, in pencil. pencil. You leave space, and uh, after you jotted down all the lies, you go through and one by one, you read the lie. You you feel out what made it come out on this piece of paper, and then you write the feel truth the about that mm -hmm. that lie or about that thought that you wrote down. In the in the pen in the red pen uh, blue pen whatever blue pen yeah but something that won't erase and then for the first day you read both you go down the whole list you read both the lie and the truth and then after you feel comfortable next couple days you erase all of the lies and you just go through the list reading the truth and you read it twice a day so yeah. yeah a minimum of twice a day like uh you could do four times a day or more or whatever it's yeah, really right. just to to get the the truth more more plugged in. into your your mind yeah. it's linguistic 
um, linguistic programming so that whenever it pops up, when, when the negative chatter pops up, you have a substantial thing to fall back on, um, in terms of your thoughts. It's like, oh, I'm not uh, good enough for uh, a loving relationship where no one cheats on me. That could be the negative thing that just pops in. You, you might try to brush it aside. Like, I don't really believe that. Write that mm-hmm. down anyway. And then on the other side of that, it could be I am whole in myself and I don't need another person to uh, fulfill me. Yeah, fulfill. But mm-hmm. I am also open enough to receive a loving, fulfilling relationship with another person. Um, something like that, the lie truth. And, and it just helps you have, it's something to have it down on paper mm-hmm. that brings it into um, being more Well, tangible. you can deal with it. Yeah, you can, yeah. You, can, you can literally deal with the thoughts that come up. And you'll find during these practices that uh, your mind is not... The friend you thought it was. <laughs> and it's not bad news. And it's, it's not an it's enemy not about, either. It's not an enemy. But it's not it's not the friend that you thought it was. And um, it's sort of... You ever seen the Looney Tunes? Uh, more specifically, Bugs Bunny. Whenever he comes up to a dead end. And the dead end thinks that he's got him. Well, when you, when you use things like linguistic programming. And or meditation. And or uh, yogic practice. Or some type of... Something, something that you too. that you use to tap into your inner space and your inner power and your inner infiniteness. Um, you're able to come up to the dead end and just like Bugs Bunny, automatically without thinking of it, oh, I'm pull out the to... pull out the springs out your pocket, put them on your feet, and jump over the wall. <laughs> okay, or pull out yeah the cartoon shovel and just and dig a hole and 15, go under. <laughs> yeah, fifteen short oh. strokes. You're already on the other side of the what wall. What I gotta do? Oh, word. Here we go. <laughs> because because it's it's automatic and it will um, basically you you. It seems like you're programming more positive things into your head, but really you're not adding to. You are pretending to add to 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 in order to dissolve away something else. Because everything, I'm sorry. Because everything good that you might tell yourself, all of the truths that you might tell yourself that uh, counter the lie are already true about yourself. So you're not adding them. You're reinforcing the strength behind them. And you're sort of giving these specific truths purpose. So this ties into um, something called the biology of belief and how your beliefs and your, your habits shape your perception literally with like the different reactions that happen in your brain and beyond. And so when you do exercises like this that happen to be a journaling exercise, you're just bringing it out to the forefront so that you can identify what your habits are, what your thought patterns are, what your emotional uh, patterns are, etc. And once you've identified them, now you can address them. So this is just really a first step. And then from there, you just turn inward and whenever it pops up, you question the validity of it. Go to the root of it and begin to do that that healing work that so that you're not limited by those 
patterns, those beliefs. Instead, you're broadening your horizon to new possibilities that are more favorable mm -hmm. to you. So, a couple things before we head out of here. One, I would love your feedback on our uh, new edition of the, the Freedom Corner. Um, if you like what it has to offer from the first three episodes, please just let us know that little blurb uh, in the comment section below. Also, make sure you join the movement. Yes. Movement being M-U-V-E, or moving to unite the, the virtue, virtue in, in everybody. everybody. Also, join the VIP list so you can stay updated on what Ufulu Chow has coming next. Right on. It's a monthly newsletter, and we will also be letting people know whenever new episodes come out every week for Move Mondays. Mm -hmm. So yes. make sure you submit your biggest wellness concerns and challenges. Mm -hmm. And then uh, lastly, if you'd like to learn more about how to optimize your well-being with uh, what we do, Kinetic EIO, um, feel free to visit our website. That is www.ufulchild.com. And um, be sure to check out the blog posts for research links, further information. We flesh everything out, outline all of the episodes. Uh, the link to all of these things are going to be found in the description or in the blog post. <laughs> mm -hmm. So check those out. Um, yeah, before we go. All right, freedom seekers. Hopefully you are ready. Repeat after us, please. <laughs> I create my own well-being. I define my own destiny. I live for freedom. I am free to be. And that makes us freedom, freedom seekers. seekers. And, and that, that makes, makes you a freedom, freedom seeker. seeker. We love Peace and you. love. Peace. Get up, get up. Everybody move. move.